Welcome to Parents' Rights Now, a production of Parents' Rights in Education, hosted by Suzanne Gallagher. We are committed to valuing students, empowering parents, and supporting communities to secure great educations for public school children in America. PRE welcomes all students, families, and community members who care about scholastic success for K-12 public school students. Visit our website, parentsrightsined.org, and like us on Facebook. Our chapters include Alaska, Arizona, Colorado, Idaho, Illinois, Maine, Montana, New York, Ohio, Oregon, Texas, Virginia, Washington State, Wisconsin, and something new, Australia. Join us by filling out the form on our website titled, Join Us. You will find information regarding issues and information about local and state chapters. Hey guys, it's great to be back. I just wanted to uh, remind you about the Safe Schools Summit. It is August 6th. That's a Saturday from 9.30 in the morning until 4.30 in the afternoon. We are so excited about this. It will energize and equip parents to do what they need to do to protect their children. Don't miss it. You can go to our website and there's information right at the top, right under the banner. Um, click on that icon and it'll take you to the Eventbrite or the um, event site and you can register there. All righty. I, 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 I want to continue our discussion from last time, uh, you know, about the DEIJ infiltration into, into everything, including uh, including corporate America and public schools. Very, very concerning. But I'm going to take a little detour. I just received uh, a Christopher Rufo article that I want to share with you. It's about Portland, Oregon. And I've told you this before. If it's not happening in your area yet, just follow Portland, Oregon. See what's going on there. See what's going on in Oregon in general. And soon it will be in your backyard. So here's the article. Thank you so much, Christopher Rufo. And he's an unbelievable journalist. I love what he does. In Portland, the sexual revolution starts in kindergarten. The city's public schools teach K-5 students to subvert the sexuality of white colonizers, and begin exploring the infinite gender spectrum. Portland Public Schools has launched a war against the gender binary and adopted a radical new curriculum, teaching students to subvert the sexuality of white colonizers and begin exploring the infinite gender spectrum. I have obtained a cache of documents from a source inside Portland Public Schools that exposes the nature of this curriculum. The lessons seek to turn the principles of academic queer theory into an identity formation program for elementary school students. The premise is simple. 
privileged white heterosexuals have created an oppressive gender system in order to dominate racial and sexual minorities. As the curriculum explains, gender is colonized and Western societies have used language to erase alternative sexualities. When white European people colonized different places, they brought their own ideas about gender and sexuality. The curriculum reads, when the United States was colonized by white settlers, their views around gender were forced upon the people already living here. Hundreds of years later, how we think and talk about gender are still impacted by this shift. When reached for comment, Portland Public Schools wrote, quote, we make certain that our curriculum is LGBTQ plus inclusive for students who identify as transgender, gender nonconforming, gender queer, and queer to create a safe and inclusive environment for all of our students, unquote. The curriculum begins in kindergarten with an anatomy lesson featuring graphic drawings of children's genitalia. The lesson avoids the term boy and girl in favor of the gender-neutral variants, person with a penis and person with a vulva. Because according to the curriculum, some girls can have penises and some boys can have vulvas. Any gender and kid can have any type of body. A related presentation reads. In first and second grade, students are introduced to the key tenets of gender identity theory. Quote, gender is something adults come up with to sort people into groups. Many people think there are only two genders, girls and boys, but this is not true. There are many ways to be a boy, a girl, both, or neither. Gender identity is about how you feel about yourself inside. Unquote. That comes from the curriculum. Next, students work through a lesson called Our Names, Genders, and Pronouns. The lesson tells them that gender is like outer space because there are as many ways to be different genders as there are stars in the sky. Students, the curriculum explains, can change their name to match who they are, like their gender, culture, or just what they like better. They can be boys, girls, cisgender, transgender, or non-binary. An experiment with pronouns such as they, them, or zzer, according to their personal preferences. Only you can know what your gender is, students are told. In third through fifth grade, the district begins lessons on LGBTQIA2. S plus. Activism. The curriculum presents the categories of man and woman as manifestations of the dominant culture 
that has used sexual norms to oppress minorities. The culture systems and assumptions that everyone is straight is called heteronormative. The culture systems and assumptions that everyone is cisgender is called cisnormative, the curriculum claims. Therefore, the culture systems and assumptions that everyone is straight and cis is called cis heteronormativity. This system, according to the lesson plan, is a form of oppression designed to benefit white, straight, cis boys and to punish LGBTQIA2 S plus people. We're talking about fifth grade, guys. Please keep this in mind. This is grade school. How old is a fifth grader? 10. Continuing on. The solution, according to Portland Public Schools, is to obliterate the white colonizer conception of sexuality with its rigid male-female binary, and encourage students to inhabit the infinite gender spectrum. This means destroying the system of cis-heteronormativity and promoting queer, trans identities. Teachers are told to eliminate the terms girls, boys, ladies, and gentlemen. Mom and Dad, Mrs., Mr., Miss, Boyfriend, Girlfriend. In favor of terms such as people, folks, F-O-L-X, guardians, M-X, and them friend. Them friend? Students are shown photographs of gender non-conforming individuals and encouraged to celebrate the flags for non-binary, gender queer, gender fluid, and two-spirit identities. The subversion of the gender binary might also involve a gender transition. The curriculum provides a detailed explanation of how to, quote, pause puberty, unquote, through hormones and or surgeries, and advice on adopting a non-binary identity and set of pronouns. By the end of fifth grade, the curriculum explicitly asks students to make a commitment to change. According to the dictates of gender ideology, students receive a list of six commitments, including, quote, I commit to learning more about what LGBTQIA2S plus words mean and how they have changed over time, unquote. Here's another one, quote, I commit to learning about the history and leadership of black trans women. And I commit to practicing pronouns and correcting myself every time. 
In addition, I commit to attending QSA slash GSA and being a leader at my school. And I commit to watching and reading books, movies, and TV shows that have LGBTQIA plus characters. In other words, they commit to becoming political activists for queer theory and the broader sexual revolution. This type of pedagogy is astonishingly becoming commonplace in public school systems all across the United States, but there will be an endpoint. Queer theory is a fundamentally weak academic theory. As it becomes practice in public schools, it will begin to damage students, leading them through a series of broken promises, including for some disastrous hormone treatments and surgical procedures. Eventually, as parents understand the ideology and what it hopes to accomplish, they will revolt against it. A day that cannot come soon enough. Please share this with anyone that you know who has children in school. Don't allow them to expose their kids to this because once they have heard it, it will bring doubt into their minds about even who they are. Are they actually a girl or actually a boy? This kind of information is child abuse. I know from personal experience talking with parents, bus drivers, school workers, that children are traumatized by this kind of teaching, indoctrination. It scares them. They wake up in the middle of the night worried that they're going to turn into the opposite sex or even something else. It's child abuse. And if parents aren't aware of what to look for, they may not even know it's going on. Thank you, Christopher Rufo. We could not agree with you more. I encourage everyone to check out the link to this article and save it. This is Parents' Rights. Now, please check your show notes for links pertinent to this podcast. Oh, and one last thing. It would be so, so great if you could help us out financially as well. You know, we have ongoing expenses every month and we're growing, growing like crazy. And uh, we do give assistance to all of our chapters. They can uh, ask people in their various states to contribute. So you might want to consider that if there is a chapter in your state. Uh, you can indicate that you prefer for the money to go directly to the state. And Pre keeps 20% of that and 80% goes to the chapters to help them with their expenses for printing, etc. A lot of them are putting on events and we encourage them to do that. And so this helps them to grow and to take action. And um, anyway, just go to the donate page on our website, parentsrightsined.org. Thanks much.